Hello there, my name is Sabrina. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Are you a homeschooling mama? Either a first timer, or maybe you've already been at it for years. Maybe you're just thinking about it. I want to encourage you on this journey. Tune in every week to learn hard-won wisdom, practical advice, and tips from other homeschooling moms. You can do this. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Today I'm going to talk about what to do when you feel like quitting. Homeschooling is a hard job and we all hit roadblocks now and then. It's not at all unusual to have a day or maybe even longer periods of time when we wonder if we should quit and enroll the kids in school. Maybe our doubt is brought on by a significant season of life change like having a new baby or dealing with a serious illness in the family. But it's much more likely that it's just the plain old day-to-day problems that can derail us. Simple things like a schedule that's crammed too full, a curriculum that's boring, a child's learning challenges, or a home that's perpetually cluttered with school stuff. I know I definitely had days when I wondered if I could keep going. But my lows were short-lived, usually brought on by my own unrealistic expectations more than anything else. Once I had moved on, it would be fairly smooth sailing again. So let me offer a few suggestions for how to hang in there when those nagging feelings of doubt come along. I didn't always follow these tips myself, but in hindsight, I wish I had. First off, just acknowledge and accept the fact that there will be ups and downs. It's a totally normal part of life. Every worthwhile endeavor has its highs and lows. Why should homeschooling be any different? If you start out by accepting this, then when that hard day comes along, you'll be better prepared. Yes, you may have to remind yourself often that homeschooling isn't meant to be easy but you'll have the assurance that bad days are not the sign to quit. Thomas Edison once wrote, I never did anything worth doing by accident. My inventions were achieved by having trained myself to endure and tolerate hard work. He stresses three important attributes there, training himself, enduring, and tolerating hard work. That's a good motto for us homeschool moms to remember. We have to train ourselves and our children to persevere through hard work. It doesn't come automatically. We do the best we can and keep moving on. Another thing to be aware of when you feel like quitting is the power of negativity and its tendency to snowball. Your thoughts have a power over you. They can sow exaggerations in your mind and lead to discouragement and self-defeat. For me, this shows up in two dangerous little words, always and never. My mind can easily jump to drastic scenarios first. I'll think, I'll always be exhausted, 
or I'll never teach this child his math facts. It's important to learn to recognize this type of thinking and nip it in the bud. Sure, when you're exhausted, it's easy to feel like you'll never get enough sleep. But this too shall pass, and your little one who's struggling with math will learn to add and subtract. It won't always be this hard. Just give it time and remind yourself that nothing lasts forever. It's usually just a bump in the road. Another helpful tactic if you feel discouraged is to ask yourself, what is the lesson I can learn here? Think about that temptation to quit as a worthwhile part of your homeschooling journey to teach you something. A funny example of this is the one I mentioned in a previous podcast where I talked about subscribing to a glossy homeschool magazine. At night, I'd curl up on the couch with my latest episode and read all about the amazing homeschool families who were learning Latin, winning speech debates, growing their own food, and going on mission trips. After a couple hours, I'd tell my husband I felt like a complete failure. His lesson for me? Quit getting the magazine. He was right. I needed to learn something that I was setting myself up for failure by indulging in unrealistic comparisons with the equivalent of imaginary people. So probably the challenge that most derailed me and tempted me to quit, but also the one that taught me the most, was my youngest child's dyslexia, especially in her early years. And if you haven't already heard them, go back to episodes 19 20 and 21 to hear about that. Yes, there were lots of tears and frustration for her and for me as I grew to realize that many of the methods I'd used to teach the older five kids just weren't working for her. I was forced to enter a whole new world about something I'd never even heard of. But now I'm able to be a resource to others who have dyslexic kids. So if you're discouraged, try to pinpoint the reasons and ask yourself what you can learn. Maybe you're meant to make some changes in your curricula or your schedule. Maybe you just need a day off or more rest or fun family time. Pray and ask God to show you where to make changes. And talk it out with your husband and with other homeschool moms. So many great ideas come from like-minded people who are walking the same path. Last but not least, if you're thinking about quitting, sit down and make a list of the reasons why you started homeschooling in the first place. Get excited again about learning along with your precious kids, watching them discover new things, reading fabulous books with them, having all day long to teach them reverence for God and the importance of a good character, and so on. Recall all those special times, the field trips, the play days, the parties, the fun of doing school out in the backyard on a sunny day or in front of a cozy fire in the winter. If you're a family who pulled your kids out of a traditional school setting, make a list of what drove you. It was a hard decision, but you had good reasons. 
It's tempting when you're discouraged to imagine that things would be so much easier if the kids were back in school. But that is an illusion. Remind yourself of the many problems inherent in public and even private school education. Let me close with words from St. Paul writing about that thorn in the flesh. He writes, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he replied, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. St. Paul goes on, Therefore most gladly I will rather boast in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. We believe that in our weak moments, especially in our weak moments, Christ will cover us with his grace. We can do all things through him who strengthens us. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope this was helpful. And if it was, please consider sharing it with a friend and leave a rating or a review for me. I'd be most appreciative. 